Again, welcome to another fresh new episode of the Open Tech Cast. We've been gone a while, but we're back again and uh, hopefully here to make your lives a lot brighter. So, um, let me introduce my fellow panelists. I'm Amit Panchal, of course, um, and we have on the line Atha, Kev, and Gareth. Say hello, folks. <coughs> <coughs> <laughs> but that's our, our Hello, small introduction. It's not, it's not coronavirus. Not coronavirus <laughs> at all. So, what's everyone been up to? Um, Kev, lots of change in your life. Let's start with yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, it's 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 a widely accepted thing that VMware every every uh, every year they have they have their reduction in force um, just before the end of the financial year, and I got whacked this year. So that was that was a bit of a shame. Um, I was really really enjoying what I was doing there, and as you know, we we were getting towards the launch of vSphere Seven. Um, so it was it was it was a it was a punch in the gut at the time, but I kind of picked myself back up again. Went down to the London VMUG the next day, uh, bumped into um, uh, Stan Markov from Roomcast, and we had a bit of a chat. They were looking for some people. Um, I had another couple of chats. I was speaking to a few startups, uh, but in the end, you know, I've been a big fan of Roomcast for a while, and so, uh, yeah, it was, it's, been, it's been great. I've been with them now for almost a month, and, yeah, it's keeping me super, super busy. Um, I should be out on the road doing VMUGs and things at the moment, but that's all obviously been whacked. So mm. we're just kind of we're just currently in the process of trying to organise our own um, virtual conference um, for some get get some community sessions and things like that. So that's that's super exciting. Can't can't wait to get that moving. Mm. That's great. That's great. How how does it feel to be in the probably in the smallest company you've ever worked for? Right? Am I right or wrong? Well, yeah. So when I when I think I was in, I think I took their uh, headcount to forty two, but they're growing. Uh, they've doubled in size in the past year, and since I joined, what five weeks ago, um, they've added another eight or nine staff. So it's a massive growth phase for the company, and it's you know it's it's a really exciting time to be with them. Amazing. That's really good. It's good, it's good that you've landed in, on your feet and uh, you found something promising to go after. That's what we like. Apple? Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Over to Arthur, a little bit of uh, where have you been? Well, busy doing work. Um, um, it's, it's just been relentless, especially in, in recent days um, or weeks. Um, but it seems that in the past uh, couple of months or three, uh, I've been doing eating, sleeping, and uh, VMC, uh, VMware Cloud on AWS, because um, I've been part of um, a few initiatives. Uh, I've even done presentations at AWS, even a podcast. You know the Cloud Spotting podcast uh, that I did. We yeah, did whatever that. happened to that Alex Gobreath guy? <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> so, the last time I saw him was on the podcast, actually. Uh, <laughs> even though we sit on the same floor, no, he's been he's been ill as well in the in the middle. Um, so he was away even before all of this started. Um, so um, get well soon. In fact, Alex, I think is pretty, pretty much back to normal now. Um, but he was obviously uh, quite busy today. But yeah, going back to the uh, VMC, um, I've been just eating, sleeping that uh, even today because um, with the recent situation, um, and we'll probably talk about that later as well, that a lot of companies are 
everyone is working from home and they're trying to, you know, desperately trying to get some resources and VMC seems to be the the ideal place to uh, quickly grow a VADI environment in. So, yeah, I've been doing all of that. Good, good. So, that sounds good really good, time. actually. Yeah, something new, something different. Keeps you motivated. Yeah. That's the main thing. Yeah, you've been learning lots about uh, lots about um, Horizon as well then, or just specifically about the VMC side of things? Um, yeah, I mean, uh, Horizon, uh, uh, I've, been, I've been doing Horizon for like ages now. Okay. Uh, in fact, less so in the recent past. Um, uh, so, but on VMC environment, um, it's, it's pretty much the same uh, Horizon. <laughs> um, but o- obviously there are some other challenges that come with it uh, and some creative stuff that you can do, uh, <laughs> which, <laughs> which, which, is a, which is the fun part, I guess. Awesome. Um, so, yeah. Awesome. Gareth. Yeah, um, well, being probably, I think I'm really the only customer left on the team now, aren't I? The only person who doesn't work for a But we can all sell you something Um, today. (laughs) Yeah, you can all sell me something. Um, But it's been very much like that, is, um, you know, mobilizing our workforce, how do we do things better? Um, Things on our radar for the year have just been pulled massively forward. Um, You know, I've been even going back to uh, first line days. Um, building MDT servers to image hundreds of laptops and get them out the door, um, moving telephony to Teams, which I, despite their outages, which might come up in our news segment, I didn't get that, but I've been really impressed with their ability to just move calls to any of my devices. It's worked incredibly well. Um, and you said it's just really about how do we make, I think the one term I'm coining badly is, is how do we make this, this become the norm. Um, I thought you were a single pane of glass, but never mind, you didn't. Well, <laughs> no, I was going to say. But, you know, again, this whole remote working, you know, it, it's beca- is becoming the norm and how do we embrace it? Um, you know, we're all, you know, scared about the whole cloud journey and whatnot, but I think, you know, it, it's really given us the agility in the last couple of, well, days even, to, to do things that would have otherwise taken months. Um for me, from a customer perspective, it's actually really quite cool. Yeah, and also, you know, uh, okay, it it, it probably took uh, some companies to um, be in the situation we are in today uh, to think that way. Mm. Uh, but um, more and more companies for for a while now has actually not only thought but acted on it because it's not just about remote working, how many hours it gains, fatigue that you save, travel time, uh, fuel that you don't burn, uh, exactly. environment that you don't damage. Uh, there are so many advantages of working from home that it should actually be a no-brainer to most companies. And if we carry on uh, for a few months like that, I hope that uh, a lot of those other companies that have just recently joined the bad van- bandwagon will then realize that, you know, they can just carry on that way. Maybe we will need your House yeah. of Commons in the future. <laughs> it is interesting seeing um you know if you if you've if you've been following on on social media and for me it's been really difficult not to uh you know the the number of people who work in jobs where they had previously said oh well can i work remotely maybe one day a week and their bosses have said oh no no we we, we can't do that it's going to be interesting to see once we get out the other side of of what's happening now you know how how they're going to deal with that. Whether you know maybe they are people, maybe they're going to be more flexible in terms of how where people work, um, mm. because you know clearly the, these are not ordinary times. But some people are going to do really well 
at working from home, and some people, I, I, some people I know, are really struggling with, um, you know, motivating themselves to actually do some work rather than just watch Rick and Morty <laughs> or um, Rick and Morty. Correct. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, the girlfriend re- recently discovered Rick and Morty. She watched the Pickle Rick episode today, so yeah, yeah. I've got to have a conversation with her about that after this after this call. Okay. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. Cool. I mean, the good thing is that uh, because this has been around for a while now, um, you can see a lot of good people posting their own suggestions as to you know how to motivate yourself or remain healthy and not get bored and take breaks and all those kind of tips that you are very useful and effective. Um, so so mm. yeah, do pay attention to those because it's, uh, I think, year, years worth of um, experience that people are sharing yeah. there. Yeah, it took me probably, I don't know, six weeks or so when I, when I first started working from home to to really get into the mindset that this is what I do. Um, but now it just, you know, it's just... It's just the day to day, but for obviously for a lot of people, this might be the first day that they're working from home. It might be the first week, and so yeah, it, I think it's great that people are sharing those. Uh, those I think things. I think we need to find Kevin office job just to see him shake at the at the prospect of going into a bricks and mortar place. <laughs> oh, no, thank you. <laughs> You're joking, you know. I think you know. I think it's gonna be really interesting, maybe hearing from us in a month, two, three months' time, see how everything's changed. But you know. One of the things we've been busy with as well is is new offers refurbs, and I think this is really going to change how those refurbs happen. Does it become multi-working space? Do people even have a fixed desk after all this? What, as you said, I think a lot of businesses will change their focus, and it's going to be interesting to see. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, definitely. Um, in fact, I mean, the, the the one thing that we should also be careful about is that even despite all the good things that you learn and um, you get used to it and get into the rhythm of working from home, too much of it ultimately will also bore you to death. Um, I was in a job for two and a half years. I only went to um, the office about, say, 10 times maybe, and three of which was um, actually a meeting or a seminar, So, which wasn't great is what I will say because there were times when for weeks I didn't get out of my home um, and so you have to be really regimented uh, if you're working from home constantly to be able to go out and this kind of situation it's, it's it might actually yeah. be difficult to do that yeah well, yeah. well good news if you're in the UK a lot of um, places like National Trust and English Heritage are keeping some of their sites open and now making some of them free so uh you do want to get out for yeah. a walk. Yeah, I think that's just the outdoors ones, though, isn't it? The, yeah. You can't get in the, t- the stately homes and everything are closed. You but, yeah, I think that's a, it's a great idea. Get like people out. Should be open. Yeah, and I think, it's, you know, especially if you're going to have kids home for weeks, that's uh <laughs> Send them all for a group hug. <laughs> I can see them in the news now. <laughs> It's that or the Xbox network and the PlayStation network oh, yeah. is just going to get swamped. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Speaking of which, for those people in the UK, I spotted a deal. Um, uh, anyone who is a fan of the Football Manager series, Football Manager 2020, is free to play on Steam until next week sometime. So, um, yeah, if you if you have got loads of free time that you want to burn, that is definitely the best game for it. I can get, I can. Uh, yeah, I hate those teasers because that's just like forcing you to buy something once you've tasted it, right? <laughs> 
Yeah, I have a real weakness for football managers. I, th- I think I've, I'm up to about 75 Whoa. hours in this uh, this particular version. Wow. Yeah, it's my weakness. What can do without a good try before you buy? You know, it's, uh... <laughs> yep. Right. So, yeah, lots of news. Obviously, we've been skirting around the news, but we are recording this during the the big COVID-19 stroke coronavirus. I don't know. Actually, everyone keeps saying both terms every time they mention it, and I'm doing it as well. But I think I should be saying one or the other. I, I'm going to throw it out there. Is this the new whole on-prem, on-premise debate? Is it COVID, <laughs> COVID-19 now? The thing is is that coronavirus is that there are various uh, uh, mutations of it. So, um, you you know, the SARS or MERS viruses in the past, they were Mm. technically coronaviruses as well. Um, So so this is a new strain, uh, which is COVID-19. So so, so coronavirus is more like a general family term, if you like, of viruses. Um, Okay, I'm not a virologist. Maybe the science uh, episode will change. Uh, but that's how I understand. I think we've all had enough of experts. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so yes, news, news, news. Um, what's been happening? Lots has been happening, right? In the news, we've seen lots of announcements from none other than VMware recently, and everything's been coming out the gate, um, which is good news. And I oh, well, I forgot all about those. We cannot yeah. leave this episode without mentioning every version number increment <laughs> and the new stuff. All right, Tanzu, everything. <laughs> yeah. Tanzu, Vsphere 7, Vsan. Yeah, there's a new version of Horizon flew out the door yesterday or something. Yeah, lots of things are are coming out. But yeah, I guess guess Kubernetes and VDI are going to be the two things talked about the most this year. Is it finally the year? (laughs) Is it finally the year? Is it, is it the year where you give all of your developers a I VDI and they run it, Kubernetes I, on I the VDI? Entirely possible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's been some interesting talk about um, you know some, some interesting commentary around the um, you know the, the, the vSphere seven release and the fact that in order to get all of the Kubernetes stuff, um, you know you need you need to buy vCloud Foundation four. So there's there's been some unhappy people there. I can personally see, you know, it, it, it makes sense to me because you need to have all of the other supporting f- functionality there, but it does mean that the entry point yeah. is going to be quite but expensive. So I think, yeah, I think you have to start to somewhere, right? And I think they made they've made the right choice to start with the the easiest um, kind of buy the experience option. It's kind of what I call it is don't do do it yourself experience. If they started with do it yourself, I don't know what the uptake would have been like. But we'll see. We'll, we'll see as, as this as the next few months go on if that if that was the right approach. But I can see the thinking mm. in it. Let's get it out, let's feed it. But the thing is Yeah, the other consideration actually is that uh, a lot of um, infrastructure these days is becoming standardized and mm-hmm. um Sort of, you know, uh, standard hardware and commoditized um, um, set configurations, which are um, validated as well. So, on those, even um, even companies who are not service providers, of course, can also do the same kind of deployment. It makes it all very standard, easy, and upgradable. So, you have to have a standard configuration to be able to do that. In fact, there are lots of enhancements in vSphere Seven. 
to keep your uh, version controls and configs as well. Um, mm-hmm. uh, so avoiding drift. So uh, it's considering all of that, uh, I think it's not a bad um, decision anyway, um, because people are moving away from, uh, you know, homegrown own configurations. Uh, we've we've spoken well. about the nerd knobs in the past, haven't we? And you know how you know maybe 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 we need to move to a world where there is less stuff that you need to tweak in order to get the best perfect running environment. Uh, and you know, so so you you have things like VX Rail where you just deploy the stuff and all the rest of that is abstracted away from you. So you want to do an upgrade? Here's your upgrade bundle, and it does the firmware and it does the software and everything else. So yeah, I, th- I think. I think there's definitely a call for those kind of things. But isn't that the whole point of the yeah, environment? A lot, a lot of things like that, that they go get the best practices from the environment and bring it back from all the customers and, as you said, tweak the uh, the nerd dials to the best they can. Yeah. And I, as yeah. far as I, yeah. I can tell, if I remember correctly, um, in one of the uh, sessions that I watched, there there are some plans, as far as I remember now, I could be wrong here, um, to, you know, um, sort of backport it to certain versions um, or s- at least the recent ones. Um, but again, uh, if, they, if it does come out, it'll be good. Yeah. And it'll address people's um, concerns. But I think we should just look forward, really. Yeah. I, th- I think the wording mm. that I saw was um, that it would be initially available only in vCloud Foundation which, you know, the wording says to me that somewhere down the line you will be able to get it in other ways. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, yeah, that would seem to make yeah, sense. Yeah. 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 yeah, it does. And, and yeah, I think back to what you said, uh, it is about making people's lives a lot easier and that that's just going to get more, uh, yeah, as you move up the stack, you know, that's the favorite phrase right now, moving up the stack instead of starting from the bottom of the stack and trying to focus from the apps down. Um, and that's kind of what customers want to hear, I think. And, yeah, I guess it just if budgets are flat and people and resources are flat and cloud and everything comes into the mix. So, yeah, it's, it's going to be the theme and the trend. But, Again, yeah. I think spinning on, I'm going to try and segue into a bit more news. Is you know, the best thing we've seen in the UK as well is, is outages in many ways. Um, we've had ISPs go offline, <laughs> mobile phone networks go offline, um, people ransacking places for toilet paper, and when they can't get it there, they then go online. Oh, I mean, no, I think, I think that's a global thing, though. The, yeah. the world is full of idiots who think that they need 500 <laughs> rolls of toilet paper. But it goes into my point of you then go into these online retailers and you're seeing their websites go down, which, you know, even in this day and age, as me as technologists, you say we want to fix the world. It astounds mm. me some of these really big names actually seeing their websites go offline or having to put up holding pages saying we've got too too much demand. Our servers can't cope. Yeah, um, I saw I saw this evening, actually, that Acado have taken their website offline until Saturday. Wow. Which is, wow. you know, if you think the amount the amount of traffic that that's going to, you know, the, the amount of people that are trying to do their shops, that they've just gone, okay, we're tapping out until Saturday. Um, I guess they're going to buy some more servers in that mean in the meantime and set up some load balancers or something. Who knows? That's great. You know, it's easy to, you know, put that. I mean, who knows? It might just be because they know that they can't fulfill the orders. Um, could, or maybe they've just got their AWS bill and they need to talk to Corey Quinn. yes so so i mean it could be it could be the technology or not another thing is that you know a lot of people uh don't 
or realize sometimes that, you know, there are certain... So if you've done the IS type of um, traditional scaling, uh, auto-scaling, that kind of thing, there are only so many instances available of a particular kind in a particular environment or region. Um, so it could well be, I don't know, we might be hitting those limits. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. So, so uh, it's, it's the way that things have been architected. Uh, but goes back to your point. Why has it been architected that way? Maybe you could have multi-region uh, instance support or coverage. Maybe you won't hit that problem then. So, uh, yeah, it's interesting. I mean, th- this is this this whole event is it's like the modern day equivalent of being slash dotted, right? You just end <laughs> yeah. you end up on the front of slash dot, and oh, oh right, you're okay, you end up on the front page of of COVID nineteen, and all of a sudden, <clears throat> it's the best way to load test your systems. It is. Yes. Yeah. Maybe maybe I mean, there's maybe everything. maybe the chaos monkey guys want to uh, you know br- bring something like this into it into their testing. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. And, and it's, it's quite right. I mean, because it's not just the fact that you. I mean, the technology is being tested, uh, and we are seeing you know mobile networks um, struggling a little bit. Um, but but also you know I mean infrastructure. Um, uh, so so electricity bills may also go up as a result because people being at home a lot more. Um, so, you know, everything is being tested, which is in a way good thing. Uh, maybe you wouldn't like to do it <laughs> in the, such extreme circumstances, but um, mm. it's a good load test. Mm. Mm. Well, we'll, so, we'll all soon see. We'll all soon see. The, the UK networks are going to get busier, I reckon, from Monday. I, I personally think this is the calm before the, st- the real storm, in my opinion. Yeah. But, We'll see on a future possible, yeah. yeah. Also, one one thing to uh, notice, I don't know if you guys have noticed or not, um, but there are lots of news in terms of, you know, the reduction of pollution as a result. Yes. Or uh, yeah, suddenly Venice looking much cleaner and yeah. all of this. Kind of thing. Well, I mean, lots of, lots of planes yeah. are being cancelled, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you look at the pollution maps of major cities, it's really, really interesting. Um, and again, you guys know I'm a bit of a environment friend, friendly nerd and yes i have been tracking my solar panels and how much i've been working at home as well we might um, need to buy some of that from you <laughs> yeah um but you know again going on to that is one reason why i am tracking my solar is i know kev if i don't bring up kev well is um if people do want are working from home and they do have some spare compute resources there is a really good way of us um simulating proteins to go towards the uh covid19 uh vaccine um a system called folding at home and i believe there's yeah. a vmware team yeah. as well there's many teams around there um i've used it before in the past is it is it all proteins though or is it just covid19 that's my, my question for, um, cancer research as as, as uh, many of you guys know my family yes, you can, that. right so that's hence why if i'm not using my pc that's what it yeah. goes and does um, you can do it for Alzheimer's. There's many different charities or, or, or functions you can you can promote it to. But that that again, it's one of those things. COVID nineteen is the biggest thing at the moment. Yes, <laughs> I, I I'm very sure that they want to get as many proteins simulated as they can to get a a vaccine out the door. Yeah, and it's all it's all managed out of um, I think it's Stanford University um, in 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 the US. So uh, you know there, there's there's a lot of stuff going on there, and also it has a side it has a really nice side effect at this time of year that it really hel- helps to keep your office warm. Yeah, um, 
So yeah, I've been my my my, my machines have been kicking out a bit of heat, and I need to keep an eye on the electricity bill at the same time because you know I've got to balance those things out. Uh, but yeah, no, I've I've been, I've been chipping in um, quite a few a, a few uh, folding sessions on, on ver- various different bits of kit. Um, I've just got two new servers here that need to need need a bit of a burning test, so might as well use those as well. Yeah, exactly. I mean that's that's a good way of you know. <laughs> doing your bit in many ways um so um yeah uh let's hope that you know it all comes to all of that put together does some good and we crack a few things um yeah. that um, need all that grunt yeah L- lots of virtual events this yeah. year then Apparently, everything yeah. virtual beers <laughs> how's that going yeah virtual virtual beers, virtual beers? How, Actually, how far I mean, how far how how far uh, in are you going on that? Is, is, is it turtles all the way down? How many? Uh, yeah, it's, what's 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 the what's the film I'm thinking of here? Where you go in a dream and then a dream of someone else's dream, and that's the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Once, once you get inside seven seven dreams, then you get to have a beer. Yeah, yeah. with Boris Johnson's that... dad. Oh. Yeah. So in terms of V beers. I mean, actually, you can have V beers like, you know, have a beer in your hand and a Zoom session while you're watching each other because that's another good way of, you know, interacting. Mm. A lot of companies are doing the same thing. I'm, yeah. And if, if you have a good virtual background, then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I need to suggest this to, um, to, to the team. Uh, at work and say yeah okay friday afternoon let's let's just do some work and we'll have a couple of beers and we'll just chat on zoom or whatever that sounds like a good call mm. yeah it's it's yeah. a good way of you yeah, know yeah. still meeting face to face and um obviously not being there but um it still gives you the feeling of being together yeah yes it does it does apparently teams hasn't got that feature which i learned today uh, from somewhere I read, so apparently it'll be in a newer release of Teams. You can't do a virtual background yet. Yes, that's that's exactly what I read. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yes, so probably no VM World, I guess, this year. No, no Empower. No, none of the vendor conferences. So it's going to be very different to normal years and it might set a trend for the future who knows yeah it's going to be interesting i I think as far as i'm aware as things stand vmworld is still officially on the calendar but you know we'll 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 see how that pans out when we get closer to um i guess it's it's august so yeah it would be it would be a shame to miss out on it but at the same time you know you don't want to be getting that many nerds together it's it's just it's I, i always come away from it with a cold anyway so yeah i don't want to be coming away from it with covid19 yeah (laughs) <laughs> the thing is, that, uh, the people, people obviously, um, uh, these are different circumstances. Obviously, you want to stay away and, you know, still have all the sessions and interaction. But the thing that interests me more, obviously, is meet the meeting of, you know, meeting people. Um, so, uh, obviously, we are all going to miss that. Um, but I hope that all of this passes and we start doing that again, because that's, to me, is, is more of a value going to these conferences. Mm. Yeah, it's it's hard to um, it's you know I've I've attended quite a few you know like the 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 VMUG virtuals and things like that, and while they're a lot of fun and you know you can learn a lot of stuff, I I don't feel like I get the value that I get out of a face to face 
meeting yeah. at you know somewhere like VMworld or uh, you know any of these other events. So yeah, I, I also hope that we can come out of the other side of this and. You know, maybe we have to be a bit, a little bit more careful. And you know, maybe if if there's one thing that the human race takes out of this whole situation, it's that please wash your hands, please, honestly. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> something that they should have known already, right? <laughs> yeah, but, uh, there's something. We I'm sure that. Out. Yeah, I'm sure after six months, everyone will have forgotten again. Mm. Yeah, it's human. Do, do you think, so here's here's one that I've thought of as an idea. And I don't want any vendors or people to steal this idea, but do you think we could have a market for virtual reality conferences in the light of what's happening? I mean, let's just hope that Alan Renouf isn't listening to that. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe maybe it's already in the books. You don't know. It could be. But I'm just thinking we have all these devices. We can easily put them over our eyes. You know, there's the options out there. So, And there's a lot of new startups just focused on vr i was gonna say i'm well, sure they've already been playing with it i'm sure i read an mm. article from alan saying that they were tinkering with something of such ilk that you could go for a virtual walk around some of the places yeah so, i think it's it's just the you know the the barrier to entry there is that the the, the cost for even fairly low low level entry level stuff is is still pretty high isn't it or to be honest it's a while since i looked it was when i when i first got elite dangerous um but you know, it's a, it's a few hundred quid. But then if that was also part of the thing, conference pass, maybe, buying in bulk, yeah. maybe. No, I, think, I think one other thing is that, you know, if you are in a video, well, sorry, a virtual reality thing, um, every, I don't know, 30 minutes or so, you start getting a bit nauseated. Um, and that probably is also working against that kind of thing. Um, right. It's one thing, you know, doing it for half an hour, mm. uh, but for the entire day. Or three days, um, yeah. And how, how's days. how's the Veeam party going to work in virtual reality? <laughs> we need do, to do you still get the hangover the next not. day? <laughs> <laughs> we just need some green sequin jackets to test that out. <laughs> yeah, I will take your word for that, my friend. <laughs> Very good. Any other news? Do we, what else has been happening in in our worlds? Um, did you want to? I mean, there's uh, there's the stock market situation, which is obviously related to the COVID nineteen. Did you want to speak about that all uh, as our <laughs> resident um, stock market expert? Everything's low. Don't panic. Things will correct themselves. That's it. <laughs> That's the, the shortest sentence you could say. But yeah, I think I think there's a panicking over anything in general. So panicking yeah. over. Household items, a panic over stocks, a panic over what will I do next month now that the schools are shutting down. So I think everyone's in the same panic mode. I think everyone just needs to take a deep breath. And, you know, it's like FUD, I guess. It's like vendor FUD. Like, it's the same thing in consumer land. Everyone's reading a different message on social media and getting confused from fact over fiction. So do we think that this is the situation that Morrissey was writing about when he wrote the song Panic? <laughs> it, it could have been. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't really matter. He's not relevant anyone in this, in this world, is he? So uh, let's... let's no, a lot on. of people probably just, our listeners probably just tuned out to that bit and thought, what? <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
So we we need we need to cut just a little bit of panic into uh, just in in there just in in the in the silence there. Just I'm, I'm sure there's at least one of our fans will know who the Smiths were. <laughs> Again, the only kind of thing I would say on the whole COVID thing is just look after one another, look after people around you. Some people are in for a long haul already with twelve weeks isolation. So you know, go help your neighbours. Mm-hmm. Go help you know. The elderly. Yeah, well said. You know we're all here for each other as well. Even if it's just, you know, I'm going to put it out there. If people want to come on the podcast and have a chat, have a chin wag about what they're up to, do reach out. Um, we're all here. Yeah. We're all working from home now. So, you know, it might be easier to, 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 to fit these things in and yeah, it would be great to, to put out some more, uh, some more conversations and get some voices other than just ours on, on board. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. We, we may do just an episode, just all on tips for, working from home because I misheard Kev, that for you're a second probably the expert there on because you've been doing it the longest <laughs> right and you must have some good habits but you must have some bad habits that I, I mean I, I think Arthur's probably been doing it longer than I have but yeah yeah and I definitely have some bad habits yeah. but I'm, I'm, I'm not prepared to talk <laughs> about them on a podcast Right. I mean, if we do uh, have an episode on that, that yes, I yeah. can give a few tips. Yes, Absolutely. definitely. Mm. Great. Um, um, oh, one thing that I wanted to actually remind everyone about was that, first of all, congratulations to whoever became a V-Expert oh. again. Yeah. Um, but also uh, the sub-programs, the last date for the sub-programs, apart from the new one that came out late yesterday, is 23rd. Yeah, which is next Monday. March, yeah, yeah. Which is... And uh, the cloud provider one that came out yesterday, I think, is the 30th. So if you are eligible for any one of those, uh, do make sure that you apply for it. Yes, I was going to say, I've got a note in my diary to do it. I was just about to bring that up, actually. So, yeah. Um, And if anyone wants any mentoring, even for those programs, do do reach out. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think all of us are quite keen to mentor more people. So uh, yeah, actually, since I've just realised that it's on um, it's on the social media now. Uh, so Runecast are organising a virtual event, and we're looking for community presenters for those. Uh, so if anyone's got uh, you know something they've they've wanted to do at a VMUG for a while, but they've always been a little bit terrified of you know getting up in front of a room full of people, now might be a perfect opportunity. So we're going to do it do it online, and you know all of us are here to help mentor people who want to learn to do those things, and it's super fun. So yeah, that's my plug over. Very good, very good. All right, good. We'll, we'll, we'll call it um, the end of our episode. Now, we've had a good conversation on the news mostly, but the tech news as well. Um, and obviously, you know, stay safe, everyone, as Gareth just mentioned, and reach out to your peers, your friends, colleagues, and also your work friends as well, because, you know, they may be suffering from similar situations to you in this kind of new world of working from home as we are today. So if you want to follow us, please do on Twitter at OpenTechCast. If you want to drop us a line, please email podcast at OpenTechCast.com. And uh, stay safe, Casty, everyone. Thank you. (laughs) That's a wrap. And and as Jerry Springer once said, take care of yourselves and each other. Stay healthy. <laughs> Initiating extraction. Initiating extraction. 
Thanks for listening to the Open Tech Cast. Thanks for listening to the Open Tech Cast. See you next time.